0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Wise Council Weekly. I'm your host, Tanyan Farley, and I have my co-host, Alex Francis, back with me this week. Alex, how are you doing?
1: What's going on, man? I'm good, bro. How have you been?
0: Oh, been good. Been good. For those of you that don't know, Alex, what what happened the last couple weeks, my friend?
1: Oh, man. So right now, I currently have a 17-day-old newborn in the house. Yeah. So I became a dad... Uh, since, since our little hiatus so i've been working on getting some sleep here and there so that's why kind of why we haven't been on in a while
0: <laughs> yeah alex has had the shortest uh paternity leave of all time uh, about not even i would even say two weeks because he worked a little bit on and off yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. but um we definitely have missed him around here it's been uh It's been significantly different. I know that, you know, it's so you don't realize how much you need someone that you work with until they're not there. Right. So, but we're glad to have you back, man. So tell us a little about it. How's it, how's it been?
1: Not horrible. You know, Uh, it's it's definitely new, you know, something that I, I literally have no idea what I'm going into and, and what to do, like all those YouTube videos and books I've read They slightly help, but at the same time, like, you know, nothing's exactly how it's planned or exactly how you read it. So it's just kind of embracing the day by day and and just seeing, you know, this new journey that I'm going on and and what the next day brings pretty much like, like the first week sleep at night was horrible. Last week, sleep at night was decent. Last night, it was terrible. So, you know, I'm on two hours of sleep right now. So it's like, who knows, you know, you never know what you're going to get.
0: Dang, man! Two hours of sleep—that's—that's that's rough. But it—it it does that does transition us into our topic for the day, which is seasons of life. Um, and I think that's very apt to you know what you've been going through. I think it's very apt to what we've been going through as a firm as well, and I think a lot of people as well. So we'll go through that as our main topic today. We'll move on to quick hits with Managing Partner Bobby Dixon, and then. We have a little bit of a split on the big three today. So uh, the big three for Alex is going to be things he's learned since becoming a dad. And I'm going to do a big three of things I've learned since being married. So obviously, Excellent. I don't have a kid, so I, I, I can't do the dad one yet. <laughs> but I'm going to write down notes so I can remember that. So gotcha, gotcha. Let's, go ahead, let's go ahead and jump straight into game time here. So uh, how do you know when you're entering a different season of life? Is it voluntary or involuntary? What do you think, Alex?
1: Um, I mean, it, it could be both, you know, sometimes you take a sleep and take a step into something that you wanted to do for some time, even though it's going to be a new challenge or, or a new uh, difficulty in life. And then sometimes, you know, some things are involuntary, just like, you know, with COVID and, and some people getting laid off here and there, um, but you have to face a different season of life. Um, and I kind of always think about transition and stuff like that when uh, with this uh, Seinfeld quote, um, and I always think about it. He says, like any growth, you can't truly be ready because it's going to be new. So you're going to have a new life, you're going to be a new person. So it's crazy to think about, you know, that different season. Like you you can prepare for it in a sense, but at the same time it's going to be brand new and it's going to be a new experience that you have to, you know, in a sense experience to to understand, you yeah. know, and, and know what's what's coming.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's spot on. I actually like that quote a lot. I think that for me like um, you know, entering a different season of life, I think is to your point is a part of the growth um, that you go through. And, you know, I think there's, there's natural transitions, right. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not, not forced, but um unnatural transitions, right. right. So for example, I know for me, like, as I started to grow, I started to get interested in different things kind of naturally. Uh, but then, you know, you also have like a season where you get married, or you have a child mm-hmm. or whatever, which exactly. is kind of, you know, and maybe a natural progression, but something dictated that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you have a little bit of both. I think that uh, it's important to understand that you're going to go through seasons of life, and you're going to grow, you know, one way or the other, um, and that you need to kind of learn from each of those, because that's going to shape who you are. And I think the other thing too, is you got to have grace uh, with people that are going through seasons of life as well, right? So I think about this all the time. But, you know, one of the one of the things that Eric Thomas always talks about is, you know, when I move, you know, ET the hip hop preacher, I talk about him a lot of this podcast, because I like his stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, when he talks about moving from one season to another, and you know, you may have friends that, that you don't really talk to as much anymore, or might not, you know, have as much in common with anymore. And he's like, right. man, it's not that you don't love that person, right? It's mm-hmm. not that you don't like that person. He's like, you're just in a different season, like the commonalities are not there. And he's like, you can try and bring you bring someone up to that season, but until they're there, it's just not gonna vibe. And so I think that's something that's this kind of what I think about when it comes to seasons. So like for you when you transition to a different season, Alex, like what are some of the difficult parts of that? I, I guess you know, we can talk about the voluntary and the involuntary, mm-hmm. you know, seasons and what's difficult there.
1: Yeah, the difficult parts that I think about is mainly just kind of prioritizing what should be your main topic, prioritizing what should be your main focus, making sure that you, you know, get your plan back on track as you enter this new season. And of course, yes, it's new, it's new challenges, it's foreign territory. So doing these certain tasks are, you know, unfamiliar and some stuff that you don't have much practice in. So you know, prioritizing, kind of make a list of you know what's important to you, like what's what's important to your core values as you go into this new transition or as you go into this new season. Um, and just make sure that you list that out. So where you can segment out what's difficult, what's not, uh, what's going to be tough, which what you what you can take care of first to make this transition easier into your new season, because um, I have a, a few friends that transition to, you know, a new job or or transition back to school or transition, you know, to just a different part of their life. And, and they already had life going on. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's being able to connect all of that together in one and making sure that they continue to move forward with their plans and move forward with their progression of life while also moving into this new endeavor that they also want to um, take on.
0: Yeah. I think that's the balance part of that is really key, right? Mm-hmm. I think and the flexibility that goes there, I think for me, um, you know, difficulty, you know, I kind of touched on it in the last section there, but, uh, you know, there's just people that come and go out of your life. And sometimes that's great. And sometimes it's, you know, it's really tough. you know, I know right now there's a ton of you know my friends that are going to business school right now because the economy's down. a lot of them were looking at, you know, I, either losing jobs or not happy with their career anyways. So you know people are making that transition, and that's great, but that means people are moving to different places and going to a different season. So I mean, that's always difficult, right? You're excited for them, but it's difficult for you know right. your kind of personal life. But I also think, too that, um, you know, you got to be excited for those folks as well. I think, Absolutely. you know, from a, a voluntary decision, right, I, I think there's always things you struggle with personally, when you move into a different, you know, season of life, I know that I I have an achiever mindset. And so when I go from, you know, one thing to another, I feel like oftentimes, I always want to be the best at it, right, no matter what it is. And that, that requires a lot of time. And so you get to a point where you're like, man, I only have so many hours in a day. So I think the difficult part is, you know if you change seasons, that time management aspect that comes with it too. And just kind of understanding that, you know, there needs to be a balance and you have to give yourself a little bit of grace because, you know, at the end of the day, you can't do it all. Right. You you can't run through all those things. So um, another thing that, that I kind of think about, and I want to ask you about this first is, you Mm -hmm. know, how important are your core values during different seasons? I know we talked about like changes, but like what, what keeps you in the middle?
1: Man, I think that goes back to like kind of my last answer with, you know, just the difficulties that you face, you kind of have to prioritize, you know, in a sense, those core values, um, and mine, which are, you know, pretty much just faith, family, and, you know, financial security. Um, so those core values are mainly what keeps me in place and mainly what keeps me on path to make sure that I'm, uh, doing what I need to do in this new season to make sure that all of that is continued to be in safe and all that's continued to be insecure and, and, and doesn't Fall off of what I've been planning on before, um, so everything I look forward to going into it, you know, say just like going into um, college, where you know it's it's a new it's a new challenge, you know. And we went to a pretty difficult college, was kind of you know I was a little thought I was nervous and you know a little out of my leave ac- academically, but forced me to work harder, and become stronger in my studies, and you know eventually become a double major because I had that faith and I had you know my family, my financial security in mind going into it as a whole same thing as going into, you know, working into consulting. Um, it's not something that I was completely familiar with. And it's going to be a tough challenge, but it's also pushed me, um, you know, to gain more experience, to gain more knowledge, expand my knowledge, learn new skills. Um, and that is all because I, you know, continue to have faith and making sure that my family, and my financial security is what's in mind. And, you know, keeping those core values in that new season is what's continuing to push me forward.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, That's spot on. I mean, at the end of the day, right, it's the only thing that can keep you centered and grounded. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go through seasons, you naturally go up and down, right? Whether it's, you know, energy, happiness, you know, self-image, whatever it is. And so I think to your point, like keeping those core values for me, I know it's, you know, what you just mentioned, right? Faith, family, integrity. And for me, it's consistency. So whatever, whatever season I'm in, right? So if it's a season of family growth, if it's a season of personal growth, if it's a season of professional growth right is being consistent in my effort there so whatever that means right if it's you know making sure that i'm hitting the gym at the same time every day if Mm -hmm. it's making sure that i'm you know studying whatever new skill x amount of times a day if it's making sure i call my mom x amount of times per week you know whatever it is and making sure that i stay in that and kind of keep it balanced throughout i also think that's you know the only way you can kind of manage uh, your expectations as well and i think a lot of people struggle with that especially you know, at a time right now where so many people are at home, right? I think it's hard to kind of balance all that. So I think, I think it's a really key thing. So, well, cool. Uh, We are going to move in now to quick hits with managing partner, Bobby Dixon, and talk a little bit more about, you know, seasons and not only how they impact you in your personal life, but Mm. in your professional life and from a business owner's perspective. All right. We now head into quick hits with managing partner, Bobby Dixon. Bobby, how are you doing this morning? Great, guys. Good morning. It's good to be back. We, we've been oh, off yeah. for a few weeks. I know. We we talked about that earlier, and, uh, you know, it is great to be back. It's great to have Alex back in the saddle over here, and, you know, a, a happy birthday to uh, Bobby Dixon for those <laughs> of <laughs> you. <guys laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's a big one for us, and we're excited about it, and, you know, looking forward to, you know, hopefully another great year, and good stuff. We appreciate so. it, guys. Appreciate it. So we're going to start. So we have two uh, kind of more social questions than we have a business question for you today. We're trying to take it a little easier for you on your birthday, but it's also good like I said to get back to kind of talking about some of this stuff. So we've been talking about seasons of life throughout the podcast. Alex talked about his, you know, journey in fatherhood so far. I talked a little about journey in marriage, but also, you know, professionally so in seasons of business, you know, how do you balance growth with your current employee mix? Cause the needs you have now may not meet the needs of you're going into a, you know, a new season. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so
2: reasons and seasons are uh, kind of concepts that I've always carried with me. Uh, you know, just kind of throughout my life, it, it allows you to put in context people, uh, places and things right, you know, so uh, in the context of of your question, right, Um, seasons of business have uh, life cycles uh, and short lives as well, right, so take a a startup season, right, and take the mindset, skill set, and experiences uh, of resources, right, and you say, you know, those are the folks that we need, you know, while we're in startup mode either because they are, uh, you know, they have uh, creativity, ingenuity, uh, ability to work uh, in unstructured environments, you know, whatever the case may be, right? They're just valuable assets and resources for for that phase of the business life. Um, Maybe not necessarily, you know, the best resources, at least in those roles, when the business uh, reaches a steady state, right? You know, so it's not that those resources are, are no longer uh, useful. You might just have to reposition them, right. You know, so that they can uh, work within their unique um, uh, gifts, but still add value to the company where it's at. Right. Cause you're no longer in a kind of helter skelter, uh, you know, unstructured environment, right? right. You know, you know, so now you, they, they've got to work with instruction, right. And they've got to uh, be integral components of the team because you've added people now. Uh, you know, and those people are working within um, certain processes, protocols, et cetera. So you get into, um, from, from, um, from startup to to say more mature phase to, um, then you're in a, um, uh, kind of market saturation phase let's say right you know Uh so so now you've gone from okay how do we build this how do we sustain it and and now you're in a how do we differentiate ourselves in a highly competitive environment for instance right and 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 the resources you're looking to to uh recruit retain or people who can you know sort of help you think through a a comparative and competitive analysis scenarios right in a marketplace um product innovation, right. Uh, you know, platform or breakthrough technology, you know, all these types of things, you know, start to come into play. Um, and then as a business owner, I would say, if you're fortunate, you get to kind of the end of the road, which is succession planning. Right. You know, so all the while, you know, you're trying mm-hmm. to identify, you know, that person or groups of people uh, who can, who can take the helm. I mean, everybody wants to sell the business and ride off into the right. sunset, but if that does not happen, you know, how does it, uh, operate with, without you having your hands on the wheel at 10 and two, uh, Mm -hmm. and that only happens if you've identified someone through those phases, right? You you know, that can kind of be a man or woman for all seasons, right? And, um, and kind of carry this mantle and torch forward. So, you know, again, I always stop and say, I don't know if I answered your question. Uh, but when you ask it, I immediately thought about reasons and seasons, right? You know, so, so for this season, um, you know, um, what is the reason uh, I would hire this this resource right you know yep. uh, and with, with my eye on the next season right you know right. Uh, could there be a necessary repositioning or just a retweaking or even a um, complete you know overhaul right uh, of resources to kind of get you through I like that I like that I'm gonna have to write that down the reasons for the season. so no me going through this
1: uh, new season um, of fatherhood what are some practical tips that you can give me heading into this early stage
2: Brother, I don't know if I can give you any tips, man. You know, it just comes at you hard and fast and doesn't stop. You know, what I will say is, number one, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people used to say to me when my, when my children were little, it's just it goes fast. It, it's, it sounds cliche. You don't really understand that, man. But, you know, you're getting a, a high school junior, you're ready to go to school uh, in an eighth grade, you realize that it truly goes fast. So enjoy it, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know, but at a practical level, I would say, uh, be present and, and accounted for. you know, uh, particularly as dads, we, 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 we tend to have so many things going on in our mind and, and we can be physically <laughs> present, you mm-hmm. know mentally you know, who knows where, right? okay. you know, in yeah. a meeting, you know, that happened at two o'clock and replaying it in your mind or wh- whatever the case is, always trying to solve right. a problem. Right. Uh, but I found that, you know, when I've been at my best, you know, as, as, as a father and felt my best, I felt both uh, con- most connected is, is when I was present, not just physically, right, you <laughs> know, but, but mentally. And, and, and those are the moments, you know, that you build those bonds with, with your children, man. You understand, you know, um, what's on their mind um you know what they're going through and yeah i can recall <laughs> a lot of times alex you know my daughter in particular would, would share something with me my mind's been elsewhere i'll come back 30 minutes later and ask the same question and she's like i just told you that <laughs> you, you know uh and so they remember right, <laughs> right you know yeah, that, they yeah. remember that stuff so just enjoy it man uh be present it's a heck of a ride uh no days to save all that good stuff. Yeah, try, to absolutely. Try, to gotcha,
0: gotcha. try to be present. Try to be present. No, I think that's a great tip. I think that's good for anything, but I think especially for fatherhood, I think that's a great one. So we are, as you mentioned, you know, getting a junior ready to go to school. That means we are in September. Um, you know, today is September 3rd. We are officially heading into football season, whatever that may look like. So I guess with that said, what are you most looking forward to about the fall and, and football in general, Bobby? Well, that's easy. You know, every fall starts with high aspirations for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, wow. That's
2: not where I thought that was going. It is um, people, people like to talk about my team in my city. Uh, they say the Cowboys haven't won since X, Y, Z, and they always want to say history starts at like 1996. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you, you, know, you want to, you know, bound history because Cowboys haven't done this since 1996. If you talk about history, history knows no bounds, right? You, you know, so you oh got to go all the way back and there's, there's, there's five <laughs> of them, guys, five of them, five championships you know uh i I can tell he's gave
1: this speech a few times (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) this is rehearsed no
2: no no, man it's just yeah it's important that that i get this too you know the Steelers (laughs) and the patriots i think the only two with more right so historically Mm. uh you know that that's where we sit but no in in all seriousness i mean you know it's a great time of year it's going to be unconventional we were just talking about that no fans in the stands and you know dealing with covid but I, I think, uh, particularly you know, sports fans. I mean, we need football, and um, and so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing what you know what, what the product looks like. Um, you know, with oh, all agree. the logistics and and everything you know that they got to put into play. But de- definitely uh, love the fall. You know, I, I'm a college football fan myself. So it's that, that's going to be really interesting with some conferences playing, some conferences not, you know, right. and how they're yeah. going to do that. And um, so uh, that's it, man. But, it, you know, every year I start with the same goal, you know, Cowboys to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, hey, you, you got to have the hope, man. See, in my lifetime, the Broncos have won the Super Bowl three times. So I'm going to go ahead and take that one. But I, I like that. <laughs> um, the other thing I'm looking forward to, you know, just to kind of echo we talked about, it's going to be a different experience is, I think that, and I would hope, and from what I've heard from the NFL, they are going to be embracing a lot of the, you know, new technology and AI stuff that's kind of been pushed over the last several years. So I think we're going to have a really cool fan experience from, uh, you know, a remote perspective this year. So I'm really nice, nice. looking forward to that, and hoping we get some new camera angles and some new interaction. You know, I think what the oh, NBA right. did, I think that'd be really cool. So
1: this would be a great time for them to pull out those virtual reality front row no, seats. If you, you could know?
0: give me a VR headset <laughs> and I could sit in my house, I would be all for it. And hey, you know, I think that I think the
2: marketing folks and creative folks are are, are, are salivating right now, right? You can, yep. can think of what the, the NBA—that's that, cool-looking stuff, man—and yep. and then you think about some of these extreme leagues, XFL, and some of the stuff that that they did, you know, to make the fan. Uh, by fan, I mean the, the the fan watching at home on TV, you know, uh, yep. experience enhanced. I, I think they're going to be forced yep. to be more creative uh, than they otherwise would have been. We've talked about this concept on the. Podcast before where adversity you know forces you out of comfort zone, right? For sure. And in this case, you know, I think the product is. I'm, I'm looking forward to it too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think end zone celebrations and all that type of stuff, right? <laughs> you know, uh, are going to get uh, are going to get pretty
0: interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be great stuff. Well, Bobby, we appreciate having you on. Like I said, have a happy birthday and enjoy the day. And we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, That's Bobby. All right. I was heading to the cool down. So
1: Tanya, you know, what have we been reading or listening to this week? Something to help out with your growth and productivity.
0: So I would say, um, so I've been listening to a podcast called The Wolf of All Streets. Um, It's a mostly investing and money management podcast, but specifically heavy on cryptocurrencies and whatnot. And most recently, actually, our firm is Uh, going through a bit of a change when it comes to our 401k structure. And so I've been trying to educate myself on the 401k products that exist in the market and specifically when it comes to including, you know, cryptocurrencies and some of those products. So uh, really good. Um, Talks a little bit about, you know, the different kind of assets you can put in your 401k and then talks about long-term investments. So I really like that. And then reading, I've been reading a book called The China Study, uh, which is about, Uh, the effects, essentially they studied a a whole many generations of people in China and the food they ate and, Mm -hmm. you know, how it interacted with their body and specifically with cancer um, and found kind of that through a plant-based and even some grain diet, um, mostly organic, you can actually reduce, you know, heart disease, cancer and, and, and re you know, almost rewind time with some of that stuff. So pretty interesting. And that's coming from me as someone who is a uh, pretty much a carnivore by nature. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, been really fascinating though. And I'm learning a lot from it. So what about you?
1: And that's funny. I've been watching a lot of like food network kind of shows too on Netflix lately. And they've been uh, exploring China and Beijing and stuff a little bit. It's so many I didn't know there were so many different types of rice out there. And I'm just learning that just from like, they have whole rice shops only. That is so crazy to me. But uh, I've been catching up on one podcast lately while I've been walking the dog this week on um, Neil Brennan's podcast. He's a writer for the Dave Chappelle show also a stand-up comedian on um, his podcast called how neil feels um and basically he just had like great perspectives on different topics uh sort of like a jerry F- Seinfeld, how they kind of like find topics and random things and that no one picks up on and kind of just makes it you know you know makes it make you understand and recognize like oh well i never noticed that before but kind of throw some jokes in there about it as well so yep. i've kind of been catching up on that a little bit
0: nice that sounds great i think that's a that's a solid one, and I think, too. You got to have a little bit of, of humor with everything right, that's going right, on, right. for sure, for sure. So, uh, well, I think let's jump to our big three then. So right. our big three, like I said, we have a split big three this week. So we mm-hmm. have, which means we won't have overlap, or maybe we will, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> big, big three for Alex is things he's learned since becoming a dad. Mm-hmm. And my big three is things I've learned since I've been married. Um, so I'm going to let you go through first, Alex, then <laughs> I'll go after Okay,
1: my so I have one honorable mention, um, and that is that sleep is just a figure of your old imagination because it's, it's it's gone, it's disappeared, <laughs> you won't see it anymore. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so the first one is first thing I've learned is uh, I'll throw these all together. I've learned how to swaddle, I've learned how to soothe, and I've learned how to change diapers. Um, wow, impressive! My wife has been coaching me through on all of those, um, so we're getting there. Nice. Um, Two is I've learned that at this early stage, like you can really see like the baby like growing and learning like every single day, like from like the first week of her, like barely having her eyes open, even when she's awake to this week to last week. You know focusing more on my voice and like i can see her eyes going to where you know the voices are coming from and trying to turn her head a little bit more um to this week kind of you know grabbing and reaching at things a little bit more and it's just crazy to just i'm like literally watching someone grow in this transition it's so wild (laughs) third thing is that childbirth is nothing like it is on tv like you, know how you watch a show and it's like it's always at the end of the episode it's like oh my water's broke and then like they go to commercial and they come back and it's like the lady pushing for like two minutes and then the baby's here and then everybody's in the delivery room like celebrating like bro it was nothing like that and i think that's where my expectations were and i should not have had those expectations but it's it's the journey can be so different for so many different people and it is definitely an experience but it's definitely not anything like you see it on tv that's for sure
0: Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine, man. And kudos, kudos to your wife for, for powering through, man. She's a trooper. She's She's a trooper trooper for sure. For sure. Well, I think those are good. I I definitely am going to write those down and think about that. Yeah. Thank you. you. We'll, we'll PDF it and send it. So, um, all right. So my big three of things I've learned since I've been married, I'm going to put a general disclaimer in front of this, which is, this is about my specific marriage. So I, 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 I'm not making generalizations here. So for me, um i i am very much a planner in 99 percent of my life but i'm not a planner in having necessary things in the household um so i was always i mean i was going to the store like four times a week five times a week when oh i was God. single so i would say it's been super nice to always be prepared so having extra groceries having yeah. food in the pantry having toilet paper kleenex all that stuff like when hurricane comes when you know, COVID comes and people go buy everything. We already have yeah, it at the house, prepared. so I don't have to go.
1: Pretty wild. using that Costco card. I see I know, you. know, <laughs> it's
0: a, I mean, a novel concept. Shout out to my wife for that, for sure. Um, second thing uh, is how much fun it is. I, I think that people talk about, you know, especially in maybe this is more of a male-dominated comment, but people talk about, you know, getting married. And it's like, oh, like, you know, the old ball and chain, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, we have so much fun together. I'm talking even like random things like vacuuming the house or whatever it is, right? Having dance parties. So I would say that that was definitely something that I learned that I didn't know was going to be, I mean, I I figured it'd be fun, but I had no idea. So I think that's really cool. And then, so I think that the last one is uh, kind of a combo thing. So I think, you know, all the time we think about in the world that like, you know, no one cares about you, right? You think (laughs) about like at the end of the day, like people may act like they care about you, but no one really cares. Like you're doing your own thing it has been so cool to have someone that is truly invested in you, right? And and being invested in someone else to the point where, you know, you really care about things in their life, and they really care about you and things in your life. So I think having that support system is awesome, man. I think for, for people that, uh, you know, know what that's like in their marriage, they know how important that is when it's highs and lows. I would say, uh, professionally as a male, it is huge to have that as well yeah. and 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 she's super awesome about that so those are those are the three that i think are really awesome i would say the uh the honorable mention that i didn't know is that i i didn't realize that i wasn't going to get to watch uh most of the movies that i like to watch anymore <laughs> so i i love action movies like super intense movies and yeah. It's not really, it's not really my wife's flow, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. which is fine. I understand it. You know, it, it is what it is, but it's a learning experience.
1: Yeah. I'm probably like, uh, probably like out of those four that you mentioned, I'm probably about three of those are, are same here. The first one is the, probably the only one that's off a little bit. Like she, yeah. she gets a lot of groceries, but like I'm the planning one. So so fair I have to enough. like remind her to get some more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cool. All right.
1: So we have one Q and a this week from our listeners it looks, looks like a pretty good one looks like a pretty good one so it's oh i'm excited what is your best tip for making the world a better place oh wow
0: honestly so this is a more of a mindset than is a tip but i think mm-hmm. it'll really help people okay. i know for me for a long period of my life someone would and i say this someone because you know it's just anyone out in public would you know drive crazy or like do something stupid at the grocery store or whatever it is, right? right. Okay. Snap at me for whatever. And I'd be like, man, what is your problem? And I would get mad about it. And then I started to realize, dude, you have no idea what's going on in someone's personal life. Like you have no idea the day they've had. You have no idea, you know, what's going on. So for me, I think the best, like what's made my life significant, one of the things that's made my life significantly happier. And and like, I think, you know, hopefully helps people around me is that you know, you got to understand that people have other things going on. And so you got to like give a little bit of grace with that, you know, whether yeah. it's in the store or on the road. And I think too, you know, I mean, road rage is like a huge problem in the U S right. People get shot over yeah. it. And I think about if people would just kind of stop and think about that for a second, I think we'd have a lot less problems. So for me, that would be kind of my tip or mindset that I think could help the world.
1: Okay. That's pretty kind of closely related to mine, honestly. Um, my tip to make the world a better place would literally just be to let people be happy. Like let people like enjoy things. Like I say that all the time, just to like some of my friends and, and my wife, even sometimes like, you know, some people, you know, want to do things their certain way and it may not be a way that you like it, yep. you know, but, but it makes them happy. You know, And sometimes people like, you know, find this trend that they think is cool, you know, six months after you thought it was cool and now you're trying to dog them a little bit. It's like, no, Like, just let them be happy. Let them enjoy the things that you enjoy at a certain point, you know? Um, You know, don't do anything out there that, that might, you know, ruin someone's happiness, whether it's like being intentionally petty about a certain situation or, you know, just being, you know, basically just insensitive to others just because they're different. You know, just let people be happy, let people enjoy their lives. And honestly, I think that'll be the best tip to make the whole world
0: a better place. I mean, that should be like, you should have to sign what you just said as a disclaimer (laughs) before you get on Instagram because people post like happiest day of their life and instantly the trolls come out of nowhere, man. Absolutely. I agree. That's a great one. That's a great (laughs) one. Well, cool. I think we covered a lot of really good stuff today. I think talking about seasons of life, man, obviously getting to like talk a little about you as a father now, but then talk about you know how people go in and out of seasons and mm. some tips to kind of navigate that because it is tough, right? I, I think you know hope people learn from that. Hearing from Bobby about not only seasons prep like personally, but you know professionally and as a as a business owner, how you kind of navigate that and how you transform your business when you have to, and then uh, you know hopefully the like make the world a better place i hope those tips even even if you just (laughs) think about it true
1: true this week that's what that's where we want to (laughs) stick
0: yeah so well great well as always guys we're excited for you know to see you again next week and make sure to take time to breathe and focus on your current situation adversity breeds ingenuity and alex wise
1: counsel leads to sustainable results